Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of Hextech Heroes. My name is Laughing Mage and I'm going to be your host, but joining me are my fellow podcaster minions. Guys, do you want to introduce yourselves? Hey everyone, my name is Susan, or you can call me DJ. Uh, yeah, hey everybody, I'm, uh, I'm Micro, uh, you can also call me Tristan, I'm glad to be here. We are all very excited to be here for the very first episode of Hextech Heroes, but before we get into any topics and further introduce ourselves, I think it's very important that we actually go ahead and talk about the mission statement for the podcast, because the reason why we made this podcast is because we feel like there's a lot of negativity in the League of Legends scene, and we want to try to fight back on some of that by creating a community that's sort of built around the mutual love for the game and the experience of League of Legends. And we're also going to take critical looks at some of the positive and negative commentary that's based around the game and like sort of all of the endeavors that involve Runeterra and Riot and League of Legends mostly. And the best part about this is that we're all kind of bad at the game. So the majority of the <laughs> player base is also bad. So this is a pretty, it should be a pretty relatable point of view for everyone. Hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like going forward in the podcast, further episodes down the line, we're going to be covering a bunch of stuff here on Hextech heroes, including stuff like patch notes. We're going to talk about skin releases. Uh, I know personally, I'm a huge fan of the professional scene, especially for the, for NA. I, I'll touch a little bit on, on some of the uh, other regions, but I primarily focus on LCS. There's a lot of Twitter drama sometimes, so maybe we'll get into that. Any streamer news, stuff that happens there. Really anything that's involving League of Legends and Runeterra, we're going to sort of want to be a part of and talk about in, a, in you know, a constructed way, a constructive way. Um, with that being said, I think we should go in, uh, we should go ahead and just sort of introduce ourselves a little bit further. Do either of you guys want to go ahead and introduce your, yourselves first? Maybe start off by talking about, uh, how long you've been playing League of Legends? Uh, I can start first, if you have my micro. Yeah, go for it. Uh, hey everyone, once again, my name is Susan, or you can call me TJ. My pronouns are he, they. Um, I've been playing League for about nine years, I'd say. Um... I've gone through a few different roles, but right now my main role is ADC. Um, but I started with top lane, and last was jungle. We all know how that went. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm in ADC. I felt a good flow here, so I think I'll be staying down in the bottom lane for a while. But, uh, yeah. Right. Sick. Micro, you want to go uh, ahead? Yeah. Uh, so, once again as well, I'm Micro. You can call me Tristan either works uh i've been playing league around late 2013 early 2014 a good while uh pretty consistently maybe once or twice in high school i you know quit maybe three months but uh pretty consistently uh one thing to know about me i am a diehard singe thing uh <laughs> that is all right i play in ring <laughs> What, uh, what what fucking like number were you because you were like a rank like one of the top singes in north america right yeah well depending on the site you use i think a poor professor whenever that was a big humble community. brag humble brag <laughs> <laughs> it listed me like i think top 90 top 80 i know probably a little bit lower than that lower being better of course um for singed even though i'm you know around plat elo uh but yeah i just main singed uh my career consists of I, I played a lot of mid lane at first, went to top lane. I'm fluctuating between the two. I played jungle a bit for our clash team in the past, but I'm playing mid now. I'm really liking it. All right, sick. Well, once again, I am laughing mage. Uh or you can just call me mage if the laughing is a little bit too much for you. Uh, I've been playing League of Legends since about 2017, 2018. I started about halfway through Season 8. I don't exactly remember the year that that was. Uh, but I, I I started off the game playing only Twisted Fate, basically. I, I played Twisted Fate bot lane. I played Twisted Fate in, <laughs> in the support role. I played Twisted Fate in the mid lane. And a, a funny story, actually, is that when I was playing Twisted Fate, I had no idea how the game was getting played. Like, I didn't understand building. I didn't understand any of those concepts. So I was just kind of building whatever I thought was good. And my brain was like, ooh, I think health would be good here. So I would build like redemption first item and my starting item would be like the support item when I went into mid lane right. and I would be farming with a support item first building a redemption and I got silver three in my very first rank season. 
uh, playing that build as Twisted Fate mid lane uh, of, of all of all godforsaken things. Um, but nowadays, I am a support main, and I am absolutely disgustingly obsessed with the game. I I think I'm very very close to level 800 at this point. I'm like 790, Ew. I think. I know, I know, it's bad. <laughs> it's very bad. I'm very, very close to level 800. Um, oh, so God. that'll be miserable for me <laughs> to realize. <laughs> <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, oh, obviously... God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, please stop. No. <laughs> no, I swear, it's not that bad. I'm not addicted. I've taken breaks. I've taken like a couple of month breaks, and I've like... I grinded a bunch of Apex at some point. I grinded a bunch of Valorant at some point, but I always kind of find myself but coming back to League of Legends. Yeah, yeah, I know. Something about League, man. True. No, I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> same, dude. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, you know, I, at least for myself, I can kind of trace myself back to a moment when I was playing the game where I kind of, like, fell in love with it, where I, where I initially was like, oh, wait. What I just did was so cool, and I want to be able to do stuff like this again. And that moment was, I was playing Twisted Fate, and I was trying to end the game, and my entire team gets wiped. And it's just me versus five people. And I am panicking at this point. I have no idea what's going on. I'm trying to end the game. The, like Literally, their nexus is exposed, and I'm trying to like kill it, but I can't quite fucking get to it. So I'm running away, and I like I get Alistar headbutted away and because he didn't do his combo correctly and then i flashed even further away and then i ulted and then i ulted out of their base and i survived (laughs) and it was at that moment that i was like oh yeah oh yeah i'm really good at league of legends guys i can (laughs) see myself getting into this game (laughs) this is where i peak this is my league of legends peak how far along was this in your league career? Oh, this is, like this is my first started? year playing. This was this was within oh, like my first couple of months playing the game, like maybe level forty. It, it was at, it was while I was this. playing while I was playing ranked. Ah, yeah, oh, that must have felt real good. Oh, though. it felt really good. It felt really good, <laughs> Dude, even in a ranked game. <laughs> yeah, but that that's one moment that's always kind of like stayed with me. There've been a couple of other moments. What about you guys? Do either of you have like a moment that you can like pinpoint in your history where you're like, oh, I love this game. I, me, I don't know if I could say it's a moment, but (laughs) when you brought up this question, it just makes me think, why do I keep playing (laughs) this game? (laughs) And I I honestly think it's, it's a lot of things. It's the characters. I think the characters is the first thing. Mm -hmm. There's no other game that has characters like league. In my opinion, I think the characters in that game are sick and like the thought and the design that they put behind them are really cool. Um, I'm also too deep in it with my wallet. I will not disclose the exact, the exact digits of uh, how far in, but we are too far to give up now. Very true. I feel that. Also, I just, I, I do like the gameplay a lot. Uh, just it's it's the it was the first mobile I played. I'm pretty sure. It's definitely I'm the first sure I played, one I played Dota after. Yeah, I played. <laughs> oh no, I played League first. <laughs> <laughs> but I played League first, and I don't know. I just consistently played this game throughout my life, and just like watched content on it, like growing up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh and there were times God. where like I didn't have a computer to play, so like that's when I was taking like the forced League break and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I bought myself a computer at some point, and then, like, ever since then, I've just been playing it consistently again. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it's less of a moment, but it's just more that I'm gravitated towards the game all the time for some some weird reason. Yeah, I definitely feel that 100%. I mean, I, I, I definitely think one of the most interesting parts as I've sort of gotten to learn about the game more is like the characters in the universe and stuff. Like I got the, I got the League of Legends book when it came out where it talked <laughs> about the lore. I read Ruination recently, which was incredible. Obviously I watched all of Arcane and I'm super obsessed with that. And like, I, I love well, reading the show. lore and like, I listen to all the podcasts and like the lore podcasts and the story times and stuff like that. And it's all very, very interesting and fun as cause the universe is just so vast and so incredible. Yeah, they made an awesome universe, and it's like oh, for sure. I don't, <laughs> not to just 
create like a seed of ragging on League all the time, but like I I kinda hate that it's confined to a MOBA right now. Yeah. But I'm glad that they are branching out a lot more recently, especially oh, with sure. the games that have come out and are coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well what about you, Micro? What about a what about a moment or or maybe not a moment where you realize that, hey, I love League of Legends? Uh there's a lot to it. Uh I can think of probably one or two moments, but I'm kind of in the same boat with uh with Susan here. I just played it a lot of you know, consumed a lot of content. I guess if I had a moment to think of, uh there'd be nights in, you know, high school, early junior high, uh, where another friend of ours, Daniel, Daniel and I would uh he'd be over at my house. We'd stay up from like eight PM to like four PM and you know, next day or four PM, four AM. And uh school's the next day of course but we've been we just played league for like mm-hmm. so long oh yeah and you know bringing friends together just like that so what does it for me um yeah i really enjoy this game really enjoy what they do i'm super excited for that moba i am oh yeah or not a moba no 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 yeah, no no no, no, no. <laughs> the, the MMO. mmo the mmo yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm super Take excited the for the moba yeah no I'm traditionally a WoW player. I play it with family. I play with friends. I'm super excited for the MMO fighting game too. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited what you know Riot's oh, yes. doing with the game and the franchise in general. Oh yeah, very very much so. I, I'm I'm very excited for the MMO, even if it takes like three or four or five more years. I'm oh, still gonna be the like yeah dude. <laughs> I'm gonna get on that beta dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it takes. I've spent thousands of dollars on League of Legends. I will spend thousands more on their MMO. I swear to God, man. Even if I it's a subscription service like WoW. Even if it's a subscription it. service. <laughs> don't make me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I oh my God. feel that. Um, but other than that, so those are like our moments where we realize that we love the game. Uh, do we have any like funny stories or memories that you associate with League of Legends? I know I, I spoke like my moment where I realized that I love the game also sort of doubles as a funny story. But I I have plenty of moments in the game where I'm like, oh, my God, oh that God, was same. that was sick. I loved that. That was incredible. I think probably one of the most memorable is during my my very first clash tournament. I think it was the first one I ever played in. It was myself and a bunch of friends and there's this moment where we are approaching the the dragon pit from blue side jungle and we're trying to to get our way through but we can't quite get vision and then two of our friends one of them throws a Senna W, the other one throws a Syndra Scatter of the Week, and they catch, like, the entire enemy team in the Pixel Brush. And oh, it was fuck. in that moment where I'm playing Rakan, I fucking, I flash in there, I start up the quickness, I'm fucking battle dancing in that bitch, I get, we knock everybody up, we fucking wipe their team, and we take the dragon and we win the game. And that was, like, like that was, like, the craziest, most memorable moment. I have it clipped, I have it memorized, I can remember my fucking, like, the <laughs> words that I was saying in that moment. I was like, oh my god! Oh my god! And it, it, it was the craziest, it was the craziest fight I've ever played. It was like picture pixel perfect, and I remember it like vividly to this day. And it's just the most incredible moment in probably my entire League of Legends career. And I wasn't even like the primary part of that play. It was it was my friends making that play. I would say a funny moment for me. As of recently, learning ADC and playing it, I think, I don't know how long I've been playing. Maybe about a year I've been playing ADC now. Um, it's every time I right. get one shot, it's a great, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a funny moment every time. It's like, it's just a looking at the for, fourth wall, looking at the camera type of moment. <laughs> looking at your riot agent. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, Damn. That oh, Zoe man. level two really just got me. Oh my damn. god! I do not want to uh, talk about that game. Oh my god! Awful. Oh, that I was know. so miserable. Oh, that was a so blind awful. E over the wall. I all right. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I was full health. Yeah. No. 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 You were full Pretty, health. You yeah. were. You were. And then you were well. like twenty percent HP afterwards. Two abilities, then, by the and, way. And then my next question was: Did she have electrocute? I don't think she did. Did because she? if she oh, didn't, no. I'm calling... I think she had summonary. I'm that. pretty sure she had summonary. I'm not <laughs> okay, entirely sure. Because 
Oh, I did not have a health bar after that moment. But we fucking won that game anyways. So yeah, we did. Fuck that, Zoe. <laughs> that was a travesty. <laughs> but yeah, every time a... I get one shot, it, it I usually see it happening. <laughs> it, it's just like, oh well, I'm here now. You always this call it beforehand. <laughs> You're like, I'm I'm just dead here, and I'm like, what? like oh, I'm sorry. And then all the oh, there. See you later. <laughs> and then I see how like fucking. There's been fights where. There's a super fed gangplank on the team. He's like, oh my god, not even AP gangplank. He's just normal gangplank. That ult takes Talib down, all the way down to like ten percent. It's destroyed. so bad. Oh my god, it's miserable. ADC is 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 quite the life to lead in League of Legends. It really makes me sure. question why I play the role. <laughs> for some reason, it's the only role I enjoy now. You know, you know. Funnily enough, um, uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Uh, Taco. Uh, he's he's like a gin yes. one trick. Um, he does this thing where if his it, he hates laning with Sona supports. So instead yeah. of because playing a traditional ADC with a Sona support feels miserable because Sona is just like awful as a champion. Yeah. So what he does instead is uh, he just plays Garen. He just plays Garen bot lane. What the fuck? And he fucking wipes the enemy team with it, and it's disgusting. And I watch him do it all the time, and just like that's not a, how is that even allowed? How is that okay? <laughs> he can't keep getting away with this, guys. Please. Oh that my one's God. in the think tank now. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of fucking when I tried to do singed ADC with the Yumi support. Oh my! It, God. it didn't ever go well, but like, it just reminds me of that man. Uh, anyways, probably I, it's hard to think of a particular moment. Obviously, my mind goes to where I'm. Fully P singed, running around the enemy team, you know. Yeah. 900 movement speed. Oh my god. 400 <laughs> damage favorite. a second in my poison. I'm just <laughs> laughing. Nobody else says anything. I'm just laughing doing it. <laughs> hey, y'all uh, want to insert X champion here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like throw the enemy ADC into my team. They get eaten up. I'm running around the other four. Is I just love that. Uh, but if I had to think of one moment, uh, it probably goes back to those nights where I, you know, spend with my friend Daniel. Mm -hmm. Um, he was playing Scion. This is like maybe my first league, my, my first year in league as well. He's playing Scion. I don't remember who I'm playing. It doesn't fully matter. But <laughs> the one thing I remember is that the whole enemy team was chasing us. All five of them. It was just Daniel and I left mm -hmm. on the team. We were in a winning position, but they had gotten in a good fight. The next thing I know, they catch him out. And... He's able to tank a good bit of it. He flashes out, but he looks up from his computer. I also look up. We lock it, you know, each other's eyes lock. He says, "Love you, man." And he ults us on back into the enemy team. Oh my and I'm god! Able to get out free. Oh my gosh! Oh That's my god! That's I just love moments like that because he was able to. We were just able to express ourselves. Like he threw himself <laughs> away to save my life, and we eventually ended up winning the game. But that was like that moment was so fucking awesome. It felt more than League at that point, but... You hear, like, dramatic yeah, music playing in the background. <laughs> dramatic Vin music Diesel usually is doing, me like, off. a family <laughs> monologue over the fucking background. Let's go of your hand. They <laughs> do the anime thing where they go over the over the character's history. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah, get the flashback. here. Dude, you, Daniel's <laughs> sitting on a fucking swing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's, that's probably my moment, though. That is just what my mind goes to. That's an awesome moment to have. No, that's incredible. <laughs> that's so funny. Legends. That is so funny, actually. Had a total bro moment. Oh my god. Uh, well, go, uh, before we get into more League of Legends stuff, uh, you know, we are, you know, three regular people who have things that we do outside of League of Legends, other hobbies and interests. I know it might be oh. difficult to think about considering, you know, I'm level like almost 800 and I do other things than just League of Legends. That's, that's incredible. Uh, but what else do we like to do other than just play League of Legends, guys? I know Micro's a... Micro. Yeah, yeah, Micro's a... Yeah. Got, I got do a, a lot got, more a, got, a, got a couple of other hobbies, <laughs> maybe. A couple of few, maybe. Uh, like I said... Uh, I do play World of Warcraft with my with my dad. Him and I do play a lot of stuff together. That's cute. Um, it's been a while since I played, but since the new expansion, Dragonflight's coming out, I actually bought that, picking up a subscription. I'm getting back into that. When I have free time, of course, it's not going to eat up my league time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I play a lot of Hearthstone. 
Um, I play. I recently got into Magic, and I've been playing it with these two. Um, Spell Table, I think it's called. Yep. I'm really enjoying that as well. Uh, but the main reason I get into, got into Magic was because they released Warhammer 40,000 decks as my main hobby right now. Uh, I guess for those of you who play Warhammer 40k, if you'd like to know, my main army is Gene Steeler Colts. You can tell I have a thing for bald people, I guess. <laughs> or at least the archetype. <laughs> but, you know, the Mad Max feeling really screamed out to me. I love bikes. I love the fucking trucks they have. They're all on top of them. Just shooting shit on top of their trucks. Driving around. I being crazy. the 40k universe. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the 40k universe is... If they made an MMO out of that, too, I'd be playing three MMOs. Oh, my but... God. <laughs> that would be insanity. But, yeah. I, I currently play Warhammer competitively. Partially. Um, this next year, I'm hoping to go to more tournaments. But uh, I do play for a local team. They're called Professional Courtesy, but we're not very big. We just play a lot of Warhammer, have fun, you know, help to better each other, uh, each other at the game. That's, uh, that's pretty much it for my hobbies. Uh, yeah, for me, um, outside of work, pretty much, um, which is my main thing that I do all the time, <laughs> just work at a warehouse. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> not a big deal. <laughs> um, outside of work. My hobbies are like magic. I do some working out on occasion. I enjoy sports on the occasion. Don't ask me about no basketball teams. I just like playing basketball. <laughs> um, I also really enjoy Gundams and model making. Yo, I, I didn't know that. Get back into my Gundam. Yeah, I have some cool stuff that I should uh, restore. Because I have a lot of it made already. But it just fell into disrepair. Because I've been playing league of Legends, <laughs> but yeah that's about it for me well uh obviously league of legends is like my main thing right like i, I play this game all the time <laughs> i think about it all the time i'm constantly consuming media for league of legends but when i'm not playing league of legends i am usually playing magic the gathering which is obviously a, a pretty big part of my life as well all three of us play it I uh, absolutely fell in love with the game last year, and I haven't been able to... Well, I don't I don't even know if I should say that I haven't been able to let it go. It has not let go of me at this point, because I think I've sunk maybe 50% of the money that I've put into League of Legends over five years over the course of a year for Magic the Gathering. So, there it is. Yeah, no, I, I have, like, what, over 10,000 cards now? of my in my own collection i have 22 commander decks like i I, i'm i i i have a very obsessive personality when i latch onto one of these things i don't really let go of it and i and i throw myself for full force into them right so magic is definitely like i i would say like another very big part of my life as far as my hobbies go but i also i read a lot uh my favorite genres are usually fantasy based um Recently read the uh, oh shoot the Brandon Sanderson novels with uh, the the uh, with like Ellen and Vin and oh shoot why can't I remember the name of this series I just read it but it's very cool it's very very cool uh, it's set in like this fantasy universe where there's like this really intricate magic system about like uh like mm, they they can control like metal and stuff as, as like their magic base and it's very cool. It's really um, interesting. It's very, very sick, and I highly recommend checking it out. And also, Brandon Sanderson is a huge Magic the Gathering nerd as well. So, oh. a little bit of a crossover there. Uh, but outside of Magic and reading, uh, I'm also a big comic book collector. I've been collecting comic books for the majority of my life. It's close to 12 years now. <clears throat> I have gone to New York City Comic Con twice. I have absolutely lost my mind twice, and I loved it both times and spent way too much money than I should have. Um, and I recently went to a, uh, so I guess conventions would be like another hobby of mine. I, I've recently found that I really, really love going to conventions and these live events, uh, you know, filled with other like-minded people who are just there to enjoy their hobbies and, and, and sort of be around other people that they can talk to and interact with when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, but other than that, I feel like that's mostly, I mean, I guess I collect like, I collect like models and stuff associated with my other hobbies. So I have like... I have obviously like comic book, like action figures of like my favorite heroes and characters and stuff. And I have like some League of Legends stuff. I have like Yasuo sword. I have uh, like a Thresh figure. I have a Wukong figure. Uh, I have a jet knife from uh, Valorant. 
and I have like a whole bunch of other miscellaneous stuff from like anime and movies and stuff. Um, oh those would. Did you did you see the Jinx Rocket Launcher? Yes, I one? did. Oh my <laughs> god! Ironically, I might oh. purchase that item. Dude, that Dude, looks sick. so sick. Actually, holy. <laughs> I'm going oh to purchase that God. item. We should do like photo shoots or something. Dude, okay, oh so God. I have been thinking about this. So, uh, quick tangent: we are a part of a clash team, and we kind of like practice and scrim together as five people. The other two are not involved with this podcast at the moment, but they might be uh, around at some other point and, and, and be here talking with us. But we like scrim and we play clash and, and we practice together, and we try to just kind of improve ourselves by playing with each other. And going up against hopefully other five men, but we don't really know if they are or not most of the time. But one of the, th- the one, one of the thoughts that I wanted to do was take our clash team and make content around it because I think it's a fun and interactive way for people to see like, hey, this is like a cool group of friends. Like, maybe cool is too too much of a too much of a word. <laughs> maybe, maybe cool is the wrong a word. Group of friends. This let's is just, a group. Let's see what that yeah. is. <laughs> This is a group of friends who all play League of Legends and they're enjoying their time and they love the game enough to do stuff like this and take time out of their their days to to produce content for uh, essentially I'm not going to say a fake League of Legends team but like a not even close to even amateur level <laughs> League of Legends yeah. team. Gold Elo. <laughs> yeah, we're five fucking goofballs trying to play League of Legends trying to emulate what the pros do essentially. Yep. Um yep. We do okay though. I think I think our win rate yeah, of five people I'm, is really yeah, high. Our norm, just like our, our practice game. is uh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, I think we do pretty well. Uh, but one of the things I did want to do is I wanted us to get together. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's tough for us to get together. All five of us sort of live on different part yeah, in different, different parts of the uh, U.S. <laughs> um, but I was considering doing like taking a bunch of my vacation time and traveling the U.S. to to meet everyone at some point. Uh, but I would like to do like player profile shots where it's like we uh where they do like they they do some of this for like lcs and and the other major leagues where they take like a a singular player and they do like a highlight reel for that person and they do like a mini interview while they're doing the highlight reel and i think that would be a really fun piece of content that we could do for our clash team and and even just for ourselves Mm -hmm. to kind of like reflect on on everything that we've been doing and working on for over a year now together well, some of us over a year now. Some of us not so much. But we won't get into that. Um, but I think that would be a super fun thing to do. And I think doing like a photo shoot uh, would be really, really fun to do. I have a couple of friends that I knew from my time in film school that uh, if I reached out to them, maybe they would they would uh, feel like it'd be fun to you know reunite the old the old uh, the old college team and get a get like a mini photo shoot sort of video real deal going. Uh, but I'd have to reach mm-hmm. out to them going forward. But that would be really cool, oh, especially yeah. with props that like would. that. I do like oh, the yeah. idea. Definitely. Yeah, we, we should absolutely look to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, But getting us a little bit back on track, I know I keep sort of si- like taking us on tangents. Getting us a little <laughs> bit back on track. Dude, it's so cool, though. <laughs> it, come on. It is good. It it's is so good. cool, dude. If I could own it, like fish bones, pow pow, and and oh, uh, sh- oh my god, the whole set. Oh, what's the what's the pistol? Zap, 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 zap. Yeah, if I could own the whole I set, think it's dude. Zap, zap. Oh my god, dude. I would I would take the whole set. I would I would that and like vise gauntlets, dude. Oh, dude, I would I fucking think love those, that. Those might Zapper. be purchasable. Off oh yeah, on the internet. Probably. I mean, Etsy has pro- like <laughs> maybe not first party, but hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's those weapons, they look good enough. Oh, no, that would sure. be sick. Oh my Hi, god. I'd like to interrupt for just a second. The oh, name of her pistol is Zapper. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. Zapper. Thank you, Zapper. Emily. For, Thank for, you, disembodied <laughs> voice. No problem. <laughs> yep. That's Emily. That's that's everyone. Say hello to Emily. She's gonna be sort of here observing the podcast and and making sure that we stay on track and uh, other things. I, I just Google. I'm just the secretary. <laughs> She's the team secretary <laughs> of her own volition. Is her decision. <laughs> yeah, nobody needed that, but I just. I think nobody has. <laughs> I just want to clarify. A quick that. check. Yeah. I'm so important, guys. No, you are important. Don't let anyone do tell you otherwise. Um. But okay, getting us back on track. Ignoring the super sick fishbones model nerf gun thing that's coming out soon. Yes. Um, 
I know that we've talked a little bit about like uh, our clash team and stuff like that, but I was wondering because I know that I personally I do. Uh, if you guys had any goals or aspirations within the game, like a rank that you might want to reach, a champion you might want to master, or maybe something in the greater League of Legends atmosphere. Champion you master, or you, you, champion to master, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be a goal or aspiration. <laughs> yeah, I guess other than Singed, I'm a really big Gwen fan. I play a lot of Talia. I'm really enjoying Singed right now. Mm. Um, those champions I really would love to get good at. Uh, you know, other than Singed, of course. Um, but I guess as for rank, I've been able to reach plat consistently. I reached, I think my highest ever has been either plat, high plat two or low plat one. Um, I am sure if I put in the time, just cause I wasn't able to put in the time those seasons that I made it that high, I could get to diamond. Uh, so that's, that's been a goal for me for a while now. Um, that's just something that I, you know, I'm stretching towards and obviously to win clash with the team. That would be nice. That would be nice to do that at least once. Uh, for me, I think I have multiple goals with League. Like, I'm not the most competitive person, so at the end of the day, like, I don't feel that strongly about not achieving certain goals in League, but I would just really like to get really good at ADC. I feel like League in general clicked for me when I started playing ADC because playing top lane, and I don't know if anybody else agrees with this, but like the rest of the map doesn't exist to you. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> you don't know what like macro plays are. You don't oh know, like anything else like other than farm minion win my lane and yeah, going to, to play... ADC and then having like an entire map like open up to you essentially <laughs> that mm -hmm. you're expected to move from or like have pressure for on your side uh it, it was a big change and eye opener <laughs> from, there's from more than just top, top lane, lane nasus <laughs> and shit like that oh my god yeah uh, i used to play a lot of nasus i know exactly what you mean it's so hard to just move from that farm that's been stacking up exactly <laughs> you're like you're at 600 stacks for like 20 minutes and you're like i need more i just need more yeah just thinking back like i wouldn't even know how i played league in like the past playing top lane if i could like <laughs> spectate my games back then oh my god it was probably abhorrent <laughs> but i've gotten gold pretty easily after playing ranked for like a couple weeks i, I mean you're it, like if go. you don't mind me saying you're you play well above your your rank for 80 carry <laughs> i believe uh, as, as somebody who's played as your support for, for quite a while now, and I've also played as like your mid laner as your jungler as well, I, I've played a bunch of different roles around you, and I think from every perspective, it's it very much feels like the Susan show when when you're playing yeah, ADC and it's correct. like yo this like we just play around bot lane <laughs> we get this we get this person fed and it's just like we have double lift on the team and we're about to just win the I entire know. LCS. Especially when they're on Zaya or like Samira. Oh, yeah. I remember they pop the fuck off on those champs. Yeah, man. Thanks, dude. But <laughs> yeah, like at, at some point, I think I said this to Mage so many times. I just cannot justify grinding League to myself <laughs> and just sitting down and playing League for an extended period of time. Like, at least by myself. Mm -hmm. But like when, when I play with others, I, I, I don't care. I'll play as long as other people want to play i mean it's tough issue. grinding solo queue yeah it's is just very tough yeah mm -hmm. but when i get over that i don't know maybe i will play ranked and shoot to the moon i i think you both definitely play well above your ranks i i think i could honestly because like we we've all kind of we've all done it before where we've played against like diamond players and we're like oh they're not all that they're they really aren't and we yeah. kind of just like destroyed them in lane and then proceeded to destroy them throughout the, the next few stages of the game. Oh my God, yeah. So I, I, I do believe that if, if like, if you like focused up, decided to like put yourself in that grind set mindset, you put yeah. in the work, put in the time, like sub 200 games, you're hitting diamond, both of you. Word. 
Hell yeah. I do have to just spend myself at some point. It is a huge time commitment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's like if you're even thinking about stuff like Grandmasters, Master Challenger, oh you gotta God. think like yeah, goodbye social life. As if I had one. Like anyway. it's just a whole different realm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, if you I was at those ranks, I would fucking hawking. Oh my god, dude! I would sacrifice everything to be in those ranks. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm I'm a fucking degenerate. I'm a fiend. I'm a psychopath. Oh I don't care what no. you want to call me. <laughs> I've said this a bunch of times before. When you, when I've watched so much like high level gameplay and content. It all looks the same, man. But they're doing so much it's more ridiculous. with it now, though. But like, cause like I'm a I I, I recently... one of the things players won't pick up on. I, I recently yeah. got invited to um, an amateur server where, where North American amateur players and like high diamond and above are playing in, in lobbies. And I got invited as a caster, not as a mm-hmm. player, because I am definitely not at that rank at the moment. Um, but I will be at some point. I swear to God. Yes. Uh, you can mark my words here in the first <laughs> yes. episode of Hextech Heroes. I will be at that rank. Hopefully next year. Um. But I, I did get invited as, like, a caster, so I'll be casting some of these amateur games. And I think it's really interesting because, like, solo queue is fine. It's an okay experience. As far as pros are concerned, it's a terrible experience. But that is an entirely <laughs> different uh, conversation that we're going to have at a different point in time. But, like, for these, these for people sure. who are trying to just, like, enjoy the game at the highest level and play, like, competitive League of Legends in a controlled format... There are plenty of, like, servers and groups that get together and they do these, like, 5v5 custom games as amateurs at these certain ranks. And it's very, very interesting to to watch those games happen. Because, like, all those guys are, like, streaming their games and you can watch them and they're all very cool. And, obviously, it it feels like this is, like, what high-level League of Legends is supposed to look like. Right? Mm -hmm. This is what the idea... You may not like it, but this is what your ideal League of Legends looks like, you know? And yeah. that that's always going to be super fun and interesting to watch. So if personally, if I was at that rank, that's what I would be doing with my time. I would grind to that mm-hmm. rank. I would hold it for two months so that I could qualify as a player. And then I would play the fuck out of that like custom game just night in and night out just to play at like the best, most highest peak level as I possibly could. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. That does sound like that sounds like so much fun, actually. It sounds oh so much fun, and I, I think even I think it would even be possible for like those under like like if you could do like a a low like a diamond four and below lobby, right? You could probably make a custom uh, a custom server for that as well, as long as you have the people who are willing to put in the time and the effort to learn the game, because obviously at these lower ranks you don't know everything, uh, and even at, even at the higher ranks there are going to be concepts that you miss, but as long as you're willing to put in the time and the effort to really try to learn and adapt to the game in this new way, I think there should be no problem for like a 5v5 custom like gold lobby where everyone is trying to learn the game and get better, especially if you have like volunteers from higher ranks that are willing to like watch the games and go over the games with, with the players, right? Yeah, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Because like playing by yourself does nothing for you in my opinion other than like critique your own gameplay from your point of view Mm -hmm. and like having like you just said the coach's point of view an entire team watching you while you're playing as well you're in comms with other people bouncing ideas and stuff off like each other said it's like it's just so much better of an environment playing the team like yeah for real Especially so it's like a, a wholly different game like the clash practice we've had i can feel myself getting a lot better especially at the role that i play or that i've learned to play over these past few weeks mm-hmm. um just because i have that outside source of you know help i've been exactly. able to get like what i need to do where i need to be how i need to where i need to put my wards stuff like that yeah, I, I definitely think in the case of our clashing, we definitely all sort of work to improve each other by playing in these games and talking to each other about things that we do. Because, like, there are definitely habits that, that each of us have that might not be the best for the team. I know personally, like, as a support player, my favorite play style was, like, the helicopter roams. I, I leave lane at, like, level two, and I go and I gank top lane for no reason. Well, I mean, I won't say no reason because, it like, obviously there's a reason that I'm going there. But it like, catches him so off guard. It does, but like at the same time, it's like okay, if I'm doing that, then I have to think to myself, what am I sacrificing in bot lane? What's going on there? And I've actually found myself my my play style has changed so much 
since we started playing Clash, and I do think it does have to do with, like, my mentality with AD carries, because no disrespect to anybody, any AD carries that I've played with in the past, but um, ADC has not always been the most useful role. Thankfully, ADC was really useful this season. It felt really strong. You can play around it really well. But in the past, in the past seasons that I have played in as a support main, it has not felt super good to get your ADC ahead and then lose the game anyways, right? It felt there felt like there was yeah. very little merit to getting your AD carry ahead. So I played this playstyle where I left lane a lot and I ganked other lanes and I got my mid laner, my jungler, my top laner all ahead and I just kind of left bot lane to rot and die. But now that I, <laughs> now that I've, you know, <laughs> now that the meta, the meta's changed and I'm playing with someone who I feel is an incredibly competent AD carry, who I would go as far as to say is the best AD carry that I've ever played with consistently. Oh my god! I know I'm fucking, I'm fucking, I'm building you up. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I, I feel uh. way more confident in playing my laning phase with my ADC in bot lane, and that's only something that I would have gotten out of the game by playing with this five man and playing with our clash team and practicing these different compositions and these different two V two bot lanes. Cause we've, we've gone over all the super meta stuff like Caitlyn Lux and Lucian Nami. And then we've also played Samira a bunch. And we've also played like stupid, silly shit in the bot lane where I played like Camille support when Senna was really strong. We tried Singe. a whole bunch of different stuff. We, I played Singe support after Lahens <laughs> and like, we tried all these different things. And this is something that I can sort of do and get the, get the, the freedom to do because we're talking about these compositions in our discord as five people trying to figure out what's the best way for us to, to draft and then win this game right agreed mm -hmm. um i will say that as much as i do enjoy winning with like a janna support or whatever i really enjoy when you play like pantheon sin support <laughs> camille support set support it feels like rewarding that. to win with those it's so fun to me. I like just doing weird off-meta stuff in League, even though, like, you get punished so hard for doing it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We've definitely had moments where it's like, we're going to lock in Samira set, and then the enemy team locks in, like, Lulu Kate, and we're just like, oh, we don't yeah. get to touch you for the entire game. This is cool. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> but then the game ends up being winnable at some point oh, yeah. if we got a mm -hmm. jung jungle gank yeah. at any point in the game. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely i agree um but getting us a little bit back on topic now um goals and aspirations for myself personally i know i mentioned that as i was asking this question that i do personally have goals and aspirations within league of legends a lot of my goals and aspirations actually involve getting to the professional side of league of legends not as a player i don't think i'm good enough to be a player in any in any sense but I very much would wow. love to be a coach or a caster or an analyst at some point for the LCS, for the academy teams, anything that I can possibly do. I actually recently, um, over this last summer, was offered a job to do League of Legends coasting, uh, co coaching for like high school teams. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to take the position due to some... Uh, life circumstances that got in the way unfortunately mm -hmm. but it, it did show that i i took this interview i i talked to this organization and they, they they thought that i was good enough and that i was competent enough to do coaching for for uh high schoolers and if they thought that i was qualified enough in a lot of ways when i applied for that job it was kind of for so, so i could prove myself because i've always thought that i was a very good player or at, at least I was intelligent about the game and I knew like high level highbrow concepts about the game and I wanted to sort of prove that my rank does not reflect my my skill or understanding yeah and in a lot of ways when they offered me that job I felt validated in the fact like oh wait they, these guys are recognizing that like hey I am pretty knowledgeable about this game and that I do might I might actually have the chops to to be a a, a relatively effective coach uh hopefully so so my my, my furthest farthest goal at this moment be at some in some way or another in any aspect or form be involved in the professional league of legends scene as a coach an analyst a, a caster as a water boy i do not care i will be a referee <laughs> i like i will literally i will get on my be hands and knees dude i will <laughs> grovel for any of these positions i fucking adore this game and i adore learning and understanding the game in its furthest most deep level concepts right uh, but on a lower end, I want to hit diamond this season. <laughs> I really want to hit there diamond this season. <laughs> Come on, bro. I think I can do it. I really do think that I'm good enough to 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 be a diamond player. I've shot on diamond players before, 
So I, oh, I yeah. feel like I'm. I think I'm very much able to do this. Yeah. As long as you push, gotta lock in. Yep. Oh yeah, no, I plan on hard grinding in this upcoming season, dude. I swear. When to is like best the, of luck. the official upcoming season? January? No, that's yeah, around that's that too time, late, right? January, early next year. I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, but I'm like a... I'm gonna put in the work for it. I swear, I wear I I really will. Um, moving on. I know this answer was already kind of given out there by Micro, uh, but do uh <laughs> but like favorite champion favorite role uh anything like that when it comes to league of legends do you have one uh susan uh my favorite champion is <laughs> i have a lot of favorite champions uh they're mostly adcs i like samira the most zeri hasn't been playable for a bit but like since release like right. i just love the way that yeah Rest in peace, man. <laughs> I just love the way the champion functioned and, like, the outplay potential that the champion has. Like, yeah. late game and, like, the scaling. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the... the Depending on how you could play at the early game, like, uh, range and pressure that you can get with that champion is really satisfying to play with. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to the new changes that got leaked um, with her E and stuff like that. And everything yeah. else that got changed with her. But Zaya was a big favorite of mine for a little bit. And also, I think Jinx and Ezreal are my top two. Your Jinx like, is most played, fucking most likely. Oh my god. Yeah. I just... I, I just... I, <laughs> champions that I can, I can like, muscle memory learn. Like, I think Jinx and Ezreal, I muscle memory learned really well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Those are, like, my two favorite mm-hmm. champs to play. All right. Uh, Micro, did you want to gush over Singed anymore, or <laughs> <laughs> I guess besides Singed, I fell in love with Gwen's playstyle. Right. Uh, there was a good point in time before they changed her R, where you had to wait in between casts. Yeah. I was able yeah. to get all. I was able to get all three casts down within like what looked to be a single cast. I really enjoy that champ. I still wow. do. Mechanical League of Legends <laughs> separating good <laughs> players from the bad. <laughs> Real. No, Just but. Up. I love Gwen. I love Talia. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I love top lane the most. I really enjoy it. I just love... I've always been gravitated towards mage, mages and uh, tanks, of course. As you see, Singed, you know. Yeah. Sure <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, not much beyond Singed. Okay. Uh, and Gwen and all that. Because those do, those do just define how i play the game about you mage let's open the the, the book oh boy oh let's see <laughs> okay so one of the running jokes in our group is that i kind of play every role uh for our clash team i've played four out of the five roles the only one that i haven't played for us so far has been top lane however on previous uh clash teams i have played top lane for those teams so i actually have a decent amount of experience in every single role i'm, I'm almost level 800 I have, I have a lot of experience in the game in in, in just kind of in general um as far as, like, my favorite champions go, I am a support main. That is where I sort of hang my hat at the end of the day. I absolutely adore support. And I think my the most fun that I have playing is, like, I love... It's going to sound kind of awful. And I don't really do it very much anymore. But I like taking my ADC and I like hanging them out there on a line. And they're going to stand there in, in the wave. And the two other people on the enemy team, they're going to look at them. And they're going to think, ooh... That's a free kill. And they're going to walk up, and then I'm going to swoop in. Last second, I'm going to turn the fight, and we're going to smack them 2v2. That is my favorite thing to do in the entire game, right? <laughs> so yeah. probably my, my most favorite champion of all time, my number one champion, highest mastery around a little uh, – not a little, a well over 300,000 mastery points at this point is Rakan. Rakan is my all-time favorite champion. I think he is super fun to play. And I think one of the – probably one of the most, like – Probably the most, not the most, but one of the most skill-intensive mechanically as far as supports go. Because many support champions are not mechanically very difficult. There are a couple of things that you can do here and there with certain champions. But Rakan definitely feels like, ooh, if I play this fight exactly correctly, I'm going to be able to do the most CC that I possibly can 
give out the most utility to my team and then not die because Rakan is like an enchanter, a melee enchanter, which feels really weird because it's like, like Tyrek is also like a melee enchanter, but typically builds in a more tank style. Whereas Rakan, you're usually going with like Shirelias and Redemption and like uh, Arden, and you can build like those items over like the the iron like Locket of Iron Solari and stuff like that. Yeah. Although you still can build it, but it, it, it's a much bigger challenge for Rakan to go in, do everything that he needs to do as like this engage melee support. And then get out and not die. And I always find that super, super fun and interesting. So Rakan is for sure like my favorite champion of all time. But other than that, I mean, I've, I've, oh, my second highest mastery is Yasuo because I'm a dirty inter. Actually, I think all three of us have Yasuo in our top three champions, it's right? Weird. Yeah. Uh, he's a bit down for me, but he is one of the Master 7s. The old ghosts of mid-remnant path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we've all <laughs> suffered it. <laughs> we've all done the sin of playing Yasuo and going Was there a Yasuo top meta at some point? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I might have been part of that. I primarily played Yasuo when he was super good bot lane. I, I When I was playing ADC a lot, I was like, fuck oh playing a marksman. God. I'm just going to play Yasuo. And that's what I did yeah. all the time. Uh, my very first pentakill was actually on Yasuo, funnily enough. Um, it was on the old snow map, the snow event map, and oh, it was yeah. interrupting the enemy team's baron. I got a pentakill. That was <laughs> super, super fun and hype. Oh, I was screaming my head off. Um, <laughs> but like, Classic mage style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. I can imagine. Um, Peeking to an all <laughs> Yo, what? Uh, it's true though i do I, that happens a lot um but other than that just like the more skill intensive supports i definitely have more fun playing uh like thresh was always a champion that i kind of fell in love with he's not super good right now but i really enjoy playing thresh um and then like pike was a champion i think he's in my top four at this point that he's my number four most played most played champion um, but outside of supports, like, obviously Yasuo, Lee Sin, I fucking adore playing Lee Sin, that champion is so much fun, super, super cool, and I love all the, 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 the funny Lee Sin things that you can do with that champion, um, <laughs> but I've played so many champions, it's hard to pick favorites, I could probably pick, like, a top three for each role, but I'm not gonna do that right now, um, so, moving on a little bit further, uh, just more sort of get to know us questions because that's kind of uh, what what we're going to sort of finish this off with. And the next time we're going to be doing more news and talking about what's going on in the scene. I got two more questions for us that we can talk about here, guys. Okay. Uh, yeah. One of them is if you could remove or bring back one thing from League of Legends, what would it be? Oh, shit. <laughs> I know one right off the bat. Sigil's <laughs> passive. <laughs> Well, remind remind those of us who have not been playing for nine years. <laughs> yeah, so much like uh, Vladimir gains health from AP and AP from health, oh, bonus health and bonus AP. Um, Singe used to get health from mana, so you would build Rod of Ages, you'd build Archangel's Staff and Frozen Heart, and you'd have like six thousand HP, Wait, <laughs> along with extra oh, items you'd build. Wait a minute, that's gone? Yeah. Huh? Uh, his new passive right now is he runs by somebody and he gets quick. Social social distancing is what I call it. <laughs> <What's okay? laughs> um, but it's how I get so fast in fights. But my dream for Singed, obviously he's not going to get it because he's he's good in most metas, um, is to mix the two. Obviously a weaker version of both of them put together. But... If I ever had to one have one thing back, I would love to build old sins just like that, because mm -hmm. I was addicted to that playstyle. Well, <laughs> not depressed. Goodbye. <laughs> I have two things. All right. My first thing is nerf all tanks' damage by a good twenty twenty five percent. Please, hey. thank you. I will not stand for this anymore. Getting one shot by a tank with a fucking you know what? Fair, <laughs> totally valid, totally it. valid. Sick of it. <laughs> and then the second thing was, um, don't remove Samira's E targeting ally champions. Dude, that was such I a weird that change. Back. That was like I, I don't it. know why that was considered like too OP. Like really, that it, didn't feel I... like broken that felt fine yeah 
And now, like, Neela can do it. <laughs> right? Neela yeah, can jump to like Neela can do it twice. Yeah. So, like, just give it <laughs> like, back to Samira, guys. Please. Give it back to Samira, please. <laughs> like, it debilitated her. That, like, literally when they removed that, that's when, like, she died, quote-unquote. You, you know what? It it's, was so bad. It's interesting because, like, we talk about that on Samira, but, like, as we said, Neela gets two casts of it, and it can go on allies or enemies, right? Yeah. And then Zeri's E is just a flat-out dash that can go anywhere, and then it goes over really fucking insulting. walls. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, why the fuck did they take that off of Samira? That doesn't make any sense. Like, the, I get the champion was, like, good. Like, she was, like, she felt strong, and there's a lot of things in her kit. But, like, that didn't feel like a problem that needed to be taken away. Exactly. And it's not like her dash is the longest thing in the world. No. Like, it yeah. is longer than your, like, standard Zeri dash, for example, if you're just dashing not at a wall. Like, uh, I think it's, I think it'd be, like, equivalent to an arcane shift from Ezreal. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, I but, think... Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it just, like, the gank potential, like, she's just so easy to kill mm-hmm. in, like, just as a champion because she's yeah, it feels like she has no escape built, like an assassin. Yeah. You know? And, like, her one escape that she had, by the way, is on, like, a 13-second cooldown, okay? <laughs> like, not only <laughs> could she hit an ally, but it would be getting rid of her movement ability, a piece of hers. uh what's it called passive that would proc Mm -hmm. so you're losing a grade for like dashing to an ally if you have to it's just like why (laughs) it debilitated her so much yeah i mean (laughs) lucian gets to do relentless pursuit and then auto attack with his passive to reduce the cooldown so why can't samira just dash through an ally every 13 seconds yeah and they also made her dash very weird where it's a point and click skill shot i don't know why it's like that and i really think the programming for it has been bugged recently <laughs> but that might just be me okay i think that's fair um for myself i have i, I also kind of have like two things like if i had to pick like just one thing i would bring back old nunu i fucking love old nunu what i would do is i would bring oh back the old nunu <laughs> snowball the like the fucking Great. undodgeable yes. targeted the little, the little ball. <laughs> yes i would bring that back and remove his current e and that's all i would do i would keep the champion exactly the same but bring back the little ball because it's so fucking funny um, I a little Loki following you, dude. It, and it's so slow too. It's so slow. Oh my god! And like <laughs> built full AP it was like just the slowest oh missile that you get god. one shot. It was I'd so much fun. Get one shot by that than an invisible snowball in my. Opinion. That's true because I have been invisible Ooh, snowballed <laughs> ever since the preseason started, and I am so upset about it. I am so not happy about this invisible snowball. Like, there's no way we just missed this, right, y'all? Oh my god. <laughs> Um, but like the other thing that I would have, and like, this is like, a, like maybe like stretching the question a little bit, but I would love to have like a Ram or like a separate league server that just has old versions of the champions and like old yes. items on it. Right. That would be like that would be legacy so league. much fun. Yeah. Legacy oh league would be God. so much fun, dude. Or like, like I said, like sprinkle the, like some of the old champions into like a Ram, right. Just set them up as their own models. Just throw them in there. Um, like throw in like fucking old ergot for fucks old just, Aatrox. just for fun old atrox would be super cool old nunu would be super cool and like you could see them face off against like their current selves right that would be sick that'd be super cool and fun mm-hmm. uh for but sure. with that being said i'm gonna bring us to the last question and then we'll do a quick outro but this is the last thing i'm gonna ask you guys so is there something within greater Runeterra or Riot properties that you would like to see League of Legends develop or become a part of? So this is like movies, TV shows, other games, books, anime, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What is something that you would like to see League of Legends grow itself into a little bit more? I think they're already doing it for me with the fighting game that's in yes, development that is very cool they said yeah. that there's an mmo like hopefully like he said <laughs> hopefully <laughs> <laughs> um, 
uh, Arcane was awesome. I hope they continue oh my that God. and so like incredible. explore different worlds if that's the way that they take the show mm-hmm. or different like parts of Runeterra. Um, but one thing I would really love them to do is uh, fix League of Legends. <laughs> you know what? Valid answer. Long. <laughs> like it's it's really bad. We need a new client. We need League of Legends two something. That's valid. That's actually valid. That's fair. <laughs> Micro, what about you? Uh, yeah, they're pretty much doing it for me as well. I'm a huge, maybe not huge, but I'm a fighting game nerd. Uh, I've tried to play fighting games competitively. They're not for me, but I do enjoy playing a lot. Same. A lot, a lot. So, League is making a fighting game free as well. Yep, free to play. Free to play. Um, that I'm super excited about. Same for the MMO because I play a lot of MMOs. Um, or maybe not a lot of MMOs. I play a lot of WoW. <laughs> yeah. I used to play Wizard 101 when I was little, but like, I just love that they're doing that. And I'd love to see more shows because I also was obsessed with Arcane. I love the direction that they're taking the lore. And I think it's honestly great that they're doing this with the, the universe itself. It's becoming more and more expansive and it's giving more of a personality to all the characters. I agree. I, I, I do enjoy yeah. the, the direction that they are currently taking their legal Sinjin in Arcane. I really like that show. Like seeing the characters interact with each other like outside of League of Legends. Yeah. Even if it's like, not whoa. strictly canon, it's like still so cool. It also does a lot for the community too, because I, I think it's really interesting because like at work when Arcane was coming out, it's like, yeah, it, we're, we're kind of in an atmosphere where like geek culture is sort of, is sort of common, uh, but not everybody plays League of Legends. And those who know of League of Legends usually associate it with the negatives that, that sort of fall in, oh, into yeah. the, the connotation of like, oh, you play League of Legends? or yep. and, and it's like, <laughs> that's valid. Sure. You've heard all the bad things. We, we live that every day of our lives. But Arcane did a really incredible thing where they brought people into beyond the game, beyond the, the, the quote-unquote toxic community, beyond the, the, the hyper-competitiveness and neck, like neck-beardiness that League of Legends has. It, it showed that there is an expansive and incredible story there and lore and characters that are not only interesting but relatable and fun and you can cover topics that you wouldn't typically be able to cover in like a MOBA top-down video game, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, conversations about class and identity and all this stuff, and it's very, very interesting and introspective while also being incredibly entertaining and just, just, like, perfectly produced in every way. Yeah, they're doing a really good job, like, exploring the world that they created. (laughs) And I'm just excited to see more of it because... It made just an awesome world, and to see like, like, like you literally just described the characters interact with each other outside of League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's just awesome. Yeah, because we get like we get champion quotes, like you know, uh, skins with each other, and like yeah, how yeah. different champions are related in the game. But like Arcane was a whole different level. I think it was awesome. I never thought that I would think of like Jinx as an empathetic character, right? Yeah, she was also this crazy blue haired girl with a with a with a minigun and a rocket launcher. <laughs> but then, like, it's like, oh wait, she's she is very broken. She's and not okay. She's yeah. not yeah. okay. She's Somebody not help her, please. Um, but yeah, I I mean, I think if I were to ask for anything, I would love to have like a comprehensive lore book because like realms of runeterra which was a lore that book that came cool. out a couple of years ago was incredible i pre-ordered it when i was working uh, at a bookstore and it was just i read it that day and it was so much fun to read and i and i also read ruination recently which was absolutely incredible also check out the the audiobook not sponsored it is so fucking good um where they brought the actual like voice actors to voice their characters in the audiobook it's so well produced everything that they're doing That's with that good. stuff is so good mm-hmm. um Although it is a little bit weird to hear like Viego and like Rise and a couple of these other characters just like talk to women. <laughs> I remember you describing yeah, that yeah, yeah, they have like a normal conversation, and then you hear Rise and he's talking like this the entire time about completely mundane things, and it's like I am Viego oh and he's God. talking like this the entire time, even though he's supposed to be doing something incredibly normal, and it's like 
Well, okay. They don't. They just don't turn that off. But like, it's sick. It's sick. Anyways, it's so cool. Um, but like, like a super comprehensive lore book that goes like throughout like the beginning and the end of League of Legends, covering everything from like a soul Bard Zoe to to the entirety of the Void to the Ascension and oh, all yes. the stuff happening on Runeterra. It'd be so so cool. It'd be so incredible. And I would absolutely read it, even if it was like nine volumes long of like i would i would read the the fuck out of that i agree i would love to Same see here. more of like the rune terror lore explored i've read so much warhammer stuff nothing stopping me from reading so oh reading my gosh so much lead yeah stuff. <laughs> it, it'd be so good it'd be so good too i would love to see like like obviously there there are like little tidbits on like the the website and stuff where you can read like short stories and, and stuff like that because i remember when i was first getting into league i read a bunch of the short stories about like yasuo and like ionia and stuff like that which yeah. like that is my favorite region within runeterra i love ionia i love the concept of ionia of like magic and nature being all of one and 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 the sort of like this this transcendence between nature and magic and and those who live amongst it is so much cool it's so much cool so much fun and so cool uh to to read to read about mm-hmm. but yeah any okay well i i think i think we've answered our last question that i have here on my yep. sheet of paper uh with that being said guys do you have any anything you want to say? Any last remarks for this very first podcast episode that we've done here? Any shout outs or anything that you guys would like to do? Um really excited to do this episode. It was really fun. This is my first yeah. like kind of podcast thing. And it was awesome. Really love the experience and looking forward to doing more. Yeah, same here. Uh, I've never really done anything like this before. I think it's really enjoyable, especially getting, you know, thoughts out. Especially when it comes to the news that we'll be going over. Getting, you know, to put my opinion out there. Oh, yeah. Be nice. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be a lot of news because we're <laughs> in the preseason, baby. Wrong. Oh, my God. There's going to oh, be yeah. a lot there's of news and a lot of stuff. Oh, Even if my God. opinion's wrong. <laughs> Even if it's wrong, we're having a good time talking about something that we love. And that is the point of this podcast. And with that, I would like to thank everybody who decided to listen in to this very first episode of Hextech Heroes. Thank you very much for listening in. Uh, if I had to give out one shout-out, one quick shout-out to Miss Emily that's been sitting here quietly and listening to us. And maybe sometimes not so quietly listening to us, which is wonderful. And I can't wait to have her on wow. the podcast in the future. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> I like to thank my mom and my dad. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to thank the Academy and, and my son. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thank you very much for watching, listening to, consuming the very first episode of Hexag Heroes. Until next time, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.